0: Yeah. Welcome everybody to another episode of the podcast, which this week is going to be called "Hang On." Oh. Tomb Book Two.
2: What? No, I don't even get that.
0: Hertha Berlin slow. No. Espanol.
2: Espanol. 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 I like that. Uh, I one. just just uh,
1: P S V Eindhoven. Einkoven. Fioranina. Fioranina. Mm, Florentina Rushton right? Diamonds Brighton and, and, and Valley. Adj- no come
0: on We can't be listing Every fucking thing and People send us yes. We'll be here right. Espanyol. What about okay. Clifton es- Palace Moving on to the next session es- Espanol. Of Espanol. the it's Moving day. on Espanol's Well I'm George. so
2: glad We've got someone here In control of the situation I have a question for you I have a question for
0: you Yes Do you think That you'll ever Be fit again
2: <gasps> I'd love <laughs> to be. He says, What oh, What's well, this it's fucking question, question. time? With Tom and right. But is it a good question? Like, is Jeremy I, Paxman here? When I, were we
0: ever
1: fit in the first place? Well, I
0: remember being a gossin now, and and you were just you you were just naturally tremendously fit. I remember one afternoon, myself and a fellow called Paul, he was English, he was a cousin of someone that had come over for the holidays, and we were just sitting somewhere in Troytown Heights, which is a housing estate on the the nice side of Avon. And next thing he says to me, we have a race. Mm. I says okay and he says this is where we run to and we come up with a, a 10 mile circuit out towards the race course took a right at Kilbury down then towards Dunham and from Dunham and the round back tower in. Back, back in, in. Um, no training
2: Yeah. no hydration what age were you? Yeah, about 12 or 13 we took it for granted you take it for granted at the time when you're fish. yeah like I was thinking that the other day and you're like, oh my God, it was no problem to just go to training three times a week and just run and not think about it. Now it's like, oh
0: God. So do you think, like the last time I was fit, I got fit about uh, two years ago and I was fit for about a week and a half.
2: Hector's fit anyway. No, He's no,
0: no, no, I'm running a bit. I'm, I'm running more than I've ever oh, ran in my life.
2: for a week and <laughs> a half, sorry. I
0: was, I was fucking, but I, t- I told you this before, what I found that... The fitter I got, the more I thought about it. Yeah. Where now I'm on a no exercise vibe at all. And that's and only It's only a couple of
1: months it. ago I saw you running in. I remember I was going with to the stop the car socks. and jump into a hedge. I had and the scale. weightlifting gloves on yeah, me. Yeah, the weightlifting <laughs> gloves already. I hate people with those. Uh, so so my, my
0: vibe at the minute is no exercise. Just my body will be the shape of my lifestyle. Yeah, so but the only exercise fairy. I get is I do uh, a lift the odd coal scuttle. No, they'd be heavy enough and I would, I, would, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't, I would do, I wouldn't, we have two fireplaces in the house, one upstairs and one downstairs and I wouldn't, I, like I'd bring it into, the, I'd let one of the children do the upstairs, upstairs. one because that's hard in the yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um Bicep curls with the kettle. Yes, and I do uh, a good two mile walk with the dogs most days. Yeah. But that's it. No more exercise and no more Sit-ups No more crunches No more looking at me biceps in the mirror Going Can anybody else see them? Look at them. the legendary The legendary lumps None of that No, no Garmin watches Timing myself. Oh jeez I'm, a, I'm a, a, ten seconds off my pace today None of that Horse shite Some exercise is a form of self-loathing You're just using it to give out to yourself I go walking In me tweed trousers Up notice? the bog road with the dog And that's it Lift a cold scuttle no more exercise
2: But hmm. you also have A very disciplined diet So You, you Like said last week If you ate like you monitor what you eat very closely I weigh myself every morning yeah you see he's gone to the extreme he's on the food so that's a different type it's of training it, so no, that's the that's mental training Callan
1: aesthetics is what you're doing there Tommy you're, you're eating properly and you're just you're using just you're shaping your that'd body that'd be a good name for Oliver Callan's next show wouldn't it <laughs> what you <Calen laughs> <Aesthetics. laughs> you're using like. your body you're shaping your body because you're, you you watch what you eat yes and you're just that's doing, the only way to get into your you're just mouth. doing your normal <laughs> life uh, see yeah. I'm
2: eating I have a higher input than I have out so,
0: you're taking on board more. more and you're not burning it. Okay. So, see, so that's a problem. Answer the question.
1: When was the last time you were fit and will you ever be fit again? I was the fittest I've ever been when I was doing breakfast radio, when I was on the breakfast radio on 2FM. What time did you get up at? Uh, quarter past f- 20 past five. Oh, oh man, Jesus, when I think back, I used to remember I'd get in for the, I'd have me porridge watching. The Sky Sports 6 Half 5 in the morning I have a question for you Now you would You sleep in the nip Everyone in the country Knows that yeah. Yes You I d- sleep in Yes naked. I so do Yes I do Tom <laughs> So tell me this now Put your hand on my hand here no, Stop stop, stop. <laughs> I do Tom So
0: <laughs> I have, the question I have for you is this So when you were getting up At half 5 my in the morning hand? In the nip Yeah
1: Right yeah. And you're going down for the porridge When would you start putting clothes on Like would you be at the table there With the No oats, no no Little no, no. flakes No 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 <laughs> The key to breakfast radio In early morning and, and the early morning risers The soldiers of the dog they get up every morning and get the country going. And they're out there and they yeah. thousands. Yes. The milkmen and the breadmen and the lorry drivers and the couriers and the reps. And, and the magic mushroom pickers. And the drug dealers. <laughs> and they're the people that get the country running at six in the morning. So I would have me jocks, socks jeans, t-shirt, almost ready at the end of he the bed. It just jump straight into oh, them. I'd be afraid then as I move out of one door onto the landing, I'd be afraid of the creek. There's a magic creek just oh. at the, as you turn around from the first toilet yes. and I'd, I'd skip over that. I used to love going in and tucking in, not Rain because he's a big boy, but Shaney was only about Twelve, and I'd go into him. His quilt, he'd be lying. I'd see he'd be lying totally, completely diagonal from the way he should be lying. He'd be perpendicular, upside down, with no quilts on him, just tucked in. And I'd always go in and put the quilt over him at about half five, quarter six in the morning, because Daddy's going to work. And then I would tiptoe down the, with in half in the nip, because I'd have me close my hands down the stairs. Oh yeah. And I would throw me clothes into the sitting. Room. The boxes going on, on the stairs. The boxes going down. Yeah, but on the stairs down. I get the porridge in, in the boxers. And then I dressed myself up watching a bit of Sky Sports at a quarter to six in the morning. OK, and then into work. Into work. <laughs> and then, so how were you we at your fittest? Because straight after work, I started going to the gym and I went mad into the gym. And I went mad into playing squash. I went up. I was going to the Galway Lawn Tennis Club three or four times a week playing squash. Started getting mad into it. It's double yellow spot. And then one yellow That's a spot. drink that's what I order in the yeah, back the <laughs> when you start playing squash it's the lunging it's the lunging to the front it's those little when you're trying to get back to the middle of the court I started getting better and then I go up to UCG and UIG to play lads there and then I go back to the tennis club then I started getting invited and then I played the a tournament I played a register for a tournament after about two years. I spent about 300 quid on a racket, a Dunlop racket from Ahmed al Bashagi, who was the Egyptian number one squash player at the time. Started going on. World number 900, but the Egyptian number one. (laughs) 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 The best players, and this is an interesting fact, the best squash players in the world, pound for pound, are Egyptian. It is the national sport of Egypt. When they play, they put these... Blinkers on Uh, Glass 20 All sided um, Courts And they drop them into Amazing museums And shopping centres And places And they play Airport terminals And they play With the whole of Egypt Watching in Saudi Arabia They love it in the air It's the handball Of Egypt Yes And one of the tournaments Ah. The US Open They drop it into that amazing Train station in New York What's it called? Penn Station Penn Station They, They create the, the, right in the middle of it, and you could be walking around heading for your train to Connecticut, and there's the boys whoosh, whoosh, playing squashing. It's incredible. The best players in the world, you want to see their rallies. I got really, really into it.
0: So you're, and you're lifting weights
1: in the gym. But the fitness I got from lunging at squash, playing with double yellow spot, which doesn't bounce. My, I was never as toned and never as fit. And I remember I, we went to the Basque Country on holidays, one of them summers. And one of the boys, the Bilbao, I used to play a lot of soccer over there with a the team. And one of the lads said to me, yeah, Héctor, ¿quieres uh, hay un juego este sábado si quieres? Do you want to play this Saturday morning? I said, I will. And I went down and I dominated. You were like Messi. Oh, yeah. And one of the lads said to me in Spanish that I'd known for years, he said, Hey Hector, te veo bien, eh? Te veo bien. He says, hey, fucking, you're looking good, Hector. You look I was like a gazelle. Never as fit with squash and gym. And my fitness has sort of dwindled a little bit then. But then I started running. So I'm in a I'm in a decent I did 10K on Sunday. I'm in a decent enough place. Yeah, but it took there. you four hours. So, tell me,
0: tell me,
2: <laughs> will you ever be fit he again? He started on Sunday and he got.
1: Will here you ever
0: today. be fit again?
1: But you, we were never professional athletes. No, would you? No, will, fit. Will, you will
0: you ever be fit again? But
1: you, when were we fit, Tommy? You were fit there when you're doing the squash in the weightlifting. I will never get back to that because I couldn't be. Never. <laughs> squash. My racket is in the hot press, and That's all Mickey. I bought these white spe- 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 special specific treasures. specific squash shoes that with white plimsolls and I was mad into it a 300 pound racket for squash it was a racket (laughs) and it's above in the hot press and all me lovely white Adidas skier I was going round white because you have to wear white you can't you can't go in and you have to be properly dressed for squash I'll never go back to it maybe I'll go back for no more than
2: myself you'd be the same colour as the outfit so um, you you
1: know you were tremendously fit when you were playing ladies
2: football oh yes but I took it completely for granted and I think maybe nowadays people are more conscious of being fit you know it's like if you're fit now you have to share it on social media and you're like oh my god just in the gym look at this but like 10, 12, 15 years ago you just got fit and you just got on with it yes but like now I wish I could be sharing it on social media. Every Tom,
1: Dick and Harry is doing something in their sitting room with sit-ups and press-ups and bicep curls and extensions and... Right, it, it's I, just I, too much. Um, it's just, it's just, it's, it's a plethora of, of fools. I have so
2: absolutely I, zero willpower. I'll start something for a day. Yeah. I'll download an app or I'll watch it <laughs> and I'll be all about the exercise and I won't be able to walk the next day and I won't be able to walk worse than two days later and then i go ah oh, fuck
1: it the God. thing that drives me is when I see
2: okay if you're at home okay let's do the car, cu- let's do the couch let's yes. get the
1: bottle of water Jeez. and do the bicep curl Egypt. during the ads come
2: get on, on everyone of- let's get happy and you're like oh, let's with if a bottle of water move. during no. the ads I lie on the ground then to do a sit up and I cannot get back up, <laughs> <laughs> up off the ground I'm like t- turn, rolling myself around like a sheep and trying to like is <laughs> on, on its back bags. trying to get back up <laughs> so it's a bad idea for me a, a
0: sheep will die if it ends up on its back it will never
2: come back up yes now, now what's, what
0: has gone wrong with evolution? That sheep have been here for 45, 50,000 years and they haven't 40, developed... 45, 50,000? 50, 45, <laughs> 55, 45, 70,000 years there's been sheep and they yeah. haven't evolved to this place where the most basic things...
2: That if, oh they, if they fall
1: over, they can't get up again.
2: Is, I wonder, could they not attach some sort of a waist to the bottom half of them? How no, how the only work? way
1: a sheep can get back on his feet is if a hogget noops it with his nose. Yeah. Do or they or have probably. ankles, sheep?
2: Ankles?
1: No. Do they have
0: knees? Yeah,
2: they
0: do. They do have knees. Yeah. All right. Okay. You think little they do knees
2: and little hooves?
0: All right. Okay. But they don't have fingers.
2: Not that I know. Not hooves. They haven't evolved with fingers. Are just you yet. able
0: to oh genuinely? <laughs> gen- like are you able to genuinely and lovingly accept your unfitness? I, I am. I am. No, I'm, I'm
2: not at that stage you're, of my life. You're yet. still at
0: war with yourself. I
2: am torture myself That's tough
0: country Larissa. It is Would you follow me and Hector into the land of relaxed muscles
2: <laughs> um. <laughs> How would I get there How, What do that, I need to it's, do It's You're not
1: saying, an easy journey but there he's is He's going to trust us to say it, it's all good If you'd like the road map <laughs> to find the field of everlasting what would you call it's it It's cultural
0: <laughs> what
2: Everlasting What relaxness. you need What you
0: need are role models and I keep saying this but the clue to Ireland's future is in Asia and it's India, Belly crime, and it's all about people over there. They accept their body sizes. They wear sheets. It's not about tight trousers with the fucking the muffin top falling over It's just about. <laughs> so I, I'm going
2: to wear a sheet from now no, on. This, that's that's part of beautiful sari sheets. Yes. beautiful colours on you,
0: Larita we'll, Yeah, we'll get a diamond. Barefoot. We'll get a diamond <laughs> drilled into your forehead, and stuck and fast. I
2: do, do they do belly dancing as well. Oh nice.
0: yes, the type of belly dancing they do—you don't even have to move when your belly's
2: dancing. <laughs> You have Hector, can you get us outfits like that the next time you go no, somewhere? I had a bath last night. I did. A bath? I was thinking there was something <laughs> lively about you this morning, alright? <laughs> you're very, very shy.
1: We're at a bath. There's a really big mirror across. So when, I, when I get up out of the bath... I sort of extend myself up, <laughs> and I rise up like an Adonis. And then there's a mirror straight across me, and I'd be looking at myself. <laughs> and sometimes when you get out of the bath, there's a glistening around the sixth midriff, at the midriff, and down towards the genital area. And I just stand there looking at my shoulders, and I'll go, "Well, Hector,
2: your shoulders—a
1: lot of work to do." A lot of work. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a lot done, more to and, do. And then
1: um. the, the Epsom salts are caked into my skin and uh, I just step out of the bath and then I fucking slip and break me. <laughs> and It's important to remember... Getting out
2: of the bath now, oh, that's Jesus. another thing. It's a difficult, difficult, difficult thing to do. Dangerous, Honestly, dangerous, have you ever dummy. tried to get out of a bath? Again, another thing you take I, 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 for granted. obviously
0: I must have at some stage. Alright, I wouldn't When's be here talking to you. A
2: bath? When's the last time you had a You've bath? Asked
0: me, sorry, Luisa asked me have I ever gotten out of a bath?
1: Oh. I, I said obviously since I I'm sitting here talking to you. I just
2: you got old have you ever tried to get a bath? or you know older well, I, well, mean, well, well, you well, I mean me like
1: people have to bat- bathe us now
2: no I'm just saying what do you think I
1: have up in the house one of them baths with a fucking door in it <laughs> Myra Banny Coyne is waiting there well, Come on tell each other those old
0: person baths, baths that yeah. you fucking you let the water out and there's a little fucking latch on the door and you open it
2: <laughs> yeah but it's awful hard to get out of a bath it's now dangerous. when you get a bit it's older dangerous.
0: it's dangerous it it's just what you do is you get up on all fours in the bat. I wonder, do you have and to let the throw, water out first? throw the, throw the leg and the, b- and the arm over and just slither it. I do the let floor. the
1: water out first just yeah. to give me that sense of it's over.
2: I, I wonder because, yeah, that's a good idea actually. <laughs> Isn't it? Let the yeah. water out because let then the it'll go. Look,
1: look, look, and then you we must f- accept
0: the shape of ourselves and our unfitness and not be conned into this fucking, this orthodoxy of exercise and body shape. Let us stand now. You know, you are what you are and always remember this. That the person who loves you, the person who's in bed riding you one, three, five, eight times a week,
1: doesn't really care what shape you are. Oftentimes, the more of you there is, the better. You know, we're all in this together, and we're all in this, and every day for me is more. Who are you, the minister for fucking health or something? <laughs> we're all in this together, but
2: not me. I'm. I'm. I said. Looking th- you at know.
0: You know. They don't write their own speeches. No. Of course, they don't. Some fucking officious tool bag is in some office you should write coming some up of with cliches to try and keep the people interested keep the people in in tow go on anyway so I decided we're all in this I together
1: s- I decided to change there's light at the end of the tunnel <laughs> I decided to ch- efficacy
2: but we've no Epi- vaccines Epicate. for anyone
1: efficacy I decided to change it up last Saturday and I completely bamboozled them my wife and me kids because I said to the missus at about three o'clock I said I know what we're having for dinner on a Saturday and she said Oh Oh Oh, oh. 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 I, oh. <laughs> Are we going to I love it when you take control <laughs>
2: <laughs> On a Saturday Are we
1: going to have that Stir fry you do With the ginger And the chopped garlic And the mange too And that lovely little soy sauce I know your that
2: wife was
0: English Yes yeah Didn't Did it? <laughs> English. <laughs> what happened to
1: dip you know?
2: <laughs> she, Is she That's doing no some
1: new accent. language? Uh, is this so another one you have on the side? You're cooking I, them I, dinner on I a Saturday. So uh, we, we went to an awful phase there. What stir are fri- stir fry. I just wanted to talk about a stir fry with a sexy English voice. Chopped vinegar. But anyway, we had a stir fry. Chopped it it's garlic. We had a stir fry. Chop- it's it's <laughs> cutting in It's vinegar.
2: You can't cut we had a stir fry for the last it's six bitter, weeks but I didn't know you could for about six
1: weeks after Christmas we had these you may as well be trying
0: spare ribs you may as well be trying to
1: pour a scallion as the fucking chop vinegar <laughs> we had spare ribs and uh, <laughs> pineapple rice for about six weeks after Christmas i
2: got to juice the scallion <laughs> just now Put it into the and picture.
1: I, we were fed up with the spare ribs and the, the lovely barbecue sauce and the why do they call them spare ribs because like,
2: they're left over from from the rest of the meat oh. I think I don't know It wasn't wasn't like a cow turn, so the farmer says, here, I'm not using these fucking... I said... (laughs) I've about six ribs here you can have.
0: (laughs) Shuck on on that. So go
1: on, sorry. We had six weeks of spare ribs since Christmas with a lovely barbecue sauce. And I said, right, we'll try something different. Then we went through a phase of five weeks of stir-fry. Beautiful stir-fry, a good soy sauce was lovely. Mm. Fresh chicken and everything. (laughs) And then I completely changed it up because I knew everyone was waiting either for the ribs for the stir fry and I turned around to them and I went well the two boys were down in the village with a few friends playing astro turf soccer and I said to the missus I said
2: but on I completely again, on.
1: Bam, bamboozled her she walked into the kitchen and I went I think we'll go to the chipper and she went what a fucking great idea oh yeah let's go to the Italian chipper known more called Giovanni's well I sent a text to the two lads I said I'm going to Giovanni's. What do you want? The, the, the energy that popped off the text. Oh, Jesus Christ. One of them was home in about 14 minutes on the mountain bike. Well, he flung it at the back door and he backed straight in. Who? What? What? What's happening here, Dad? You're going to Giovanni's? I said, yeah, you come for the spin. He said, yes, I am. Right. I said, you take down the order. Whatever you want. I don't give a fuck. Whatever you want, it's Saturday. The other lad lad came through, bing, 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 snack box, garlic sauce, curry sauce vanilla milkshake make sure snack box has got breast of chicken no salt and vinegar I said get that down all of it Dipna what do you want she goes I'll have a fresh cotton chips oh, I said no, what? 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 I am too I said a fresh cotton chips I said Jesus Christ Shane went I think I'll have two burgers he doesn't like any sauce no onions no nothing he says I'm going to have two burgers dad two chipper style burgers with no sauce no onions and a large chips and a strawberry milkshake I said write it down when well, we got into the car we were buzzing I said said to me, have you any chewing gum? I said, here, eat some of that. And I put on a bit of Pantera. I said, what music is this? <laughs> he says, <laughs> <laughs> he started, I said, I always said to him. What did
2: you order?
1: I said, I said, I'm going to have a fresh cod. We had Pantera on. I said, what type of music is this? He says, it's heavy metal. I said, who are they? He said, it's Pantera. Because I'm trying to get my kids into music that I like. Reggae, metal. So by the time we got to Ormore, outside Giovanni's, there was a fucking queue. <sighs> I was sitting across. And I said, hello, hello. They wouldn't answer the phone. Oh, so I got into the queue. Disaster. We have never feasted so much on a Saturday evening when I came home with the, the brags and I just dropped them on the, the table. steam
0: rising out of the bags. All and you need is a couple vinegar. of... Uh,
1: uh, 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 the salt, the pepper, the vinegar from Ezio's and Navin, which I take from every time I go up, I take five litres of it. Well, we attacked the Fucking fish and chips.
2: Five litres of vinegar. Who the fuck? Oh, I you buy five thank litres. You
1: for I buy five Do you
2: not go to Navin once every five years? Like, yeah, why that? I, much? When I go
1: to Ezio's outside part they Are you selling chips at fucking matches or something? <laughs> why are you buying five <laughs> litres of vinegar? Because <laughs> I, I want you it for my own. I have all that. these plastic bottles and I fill them up then of Ezio's. And uh, what? Italian you give them chi- out to
2: people? Yes, if you come well, to me. My, and Tommy didn't but get if it you back. come to my house for
1: Friday afternoon, if we have chips, I'll be going. And there's Ezio's vinegar from Nava. And
2: what, we get to bring
1: it home with us? Oh, it's magnificent. I'll give you a little bottle, that height, if you want, of Ezio's chipper vinegar. <laughs> so, it came. It. my fresh cod came and the batter was lovely on it. The chips were magnificent Italian chips. It was in a box. We just didn't speak for about 17 and a half minutes. Well, I had my chips swimming in black pepper, salt, and I swear to God, I turned around to dip it. The boys went off to the Xbox and they went... Life is fucking good. Life is good. What a treat! What we, a fine what a treat thing
0: to do. I would say, around at the same time, uh, I wouldn't cook dinner that often now. Uh, and I'd, but I, w- I would like to cook more. I do. I do a good burger. I do a good Jamie Oliver burger. That'd be my signature <laughs> dish. <laughs> right. But I, but I also do a sweet potato and sausage bake. Oh. Jesus uh, So I hadn't done it for a while because the kids asked me to stop cooking it there uh, a <laughs> couple of months
2: ago. <laughs> it sounds a bit dry I
0: have oh, to say it was, no it's not dry because what you do is you have um, you have sweet potato you have red onion you have uh, loads of stuff in it and the fucking the sausages and it's just it's a gorgeous dish but I spent a bit I would spend a lot of time fretting over and re-reading the instructions because I'd have no confidence <laughs> in the I'd have no confidence in the kitchen so and it takes me a few days to fucking get ready to go cooking <laughs> just to be get the confidence up you know and I, I went at it I went fucking at it and I'm always asking people I'd be very very critical of my own food and i'd be asking I'd, I'd lay it out for everybody what do you think of that and i'd they'd take a bite i go what do you think what do you think what do you think what do you think
2: <laughs> for the whole dinner well
0: let's just say that i was the only one that finished me dinner oh, that's <laughs> and a bad that sound. everybody else was eating cereal by the way. <laughs> by half eight. Oh Jesus. Um, but there's nothing there's nothing in the world like getting if you're if Etsy if if Giovanni's, if Ezio's in Navan, Morelli's oh, in Jesus Barna do it the Valley Cafe in Navan Did you know well. in Drogheda Did you know in Athlone? Oh Jesus. You know a cafe they do decent chips. Real chips from real potatoes. and proper chipper. There's Ca-foules. nothing like it. Ca-foules. Nothing like it. Ca-foules.
2: Yeah. They have to be Italian I'd say, do they?
0: God be good to the decent fucking chip makers of this country. What's your experience of Northern Ireland?
2: Well, now, I I had I noticed this week, which I which I couldn't believe was actually happening, right? So Rangers won. Yes. A Scottish Championship.
0: Yes. And did Rangers win, or did Celtic fucking collapse? That's the question. You
2: see what Roy Keane said? They said to him, "Did you have anything good to say about Rangers? No, but." I, I noticed, and I just could not believe it, in 2020, whatever year we're in, one, that on the news, on the BBC news that night, right, there were thousands and thousands of people on the streets mm. in the Protestant areas of the north, like Sandy Row and oh, yeah. whatever other areas, I don't know. And there were letting off flares and there were smoke. There was thousands of people on the streets. Yeah. And the news story, in the middle of COVID was just of positivity. Wow, Rangers won. It's brilliant. People were out celebrating on the street. Yeah. I just could not believe that in this day and age that that's all right. So, so, so the, that, the, so the that, cops that, weren't there. Okay. They weren't trying to control the environment, the atmosphere. We're not supposed to be gathering. Like am I missing something?
0: Um, did the same thing happen in Glasgow when the Glaswegian Rangers supporters celebrated or were they broken up as I, well? I didn't
2: see that because it was just videos of the North which blew me away and I saw that the DUP were to trying to get it mentioned in, in Parliament and this was just amazing. If 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 Celtic won and the, all the Celtic supporters were out, there'd be... There'd be war. I think be, sure. the, the cops would be out. Like, it's awful unfair and we don't realise it living here in the south of Ireland. Yeah. We don't appreciate that. Well, we don't
0: appreciate what? That Northern Ireland is a sectarian it's, state.
2: Yeah, it's so suppressive Well, for Catholics up there. I okay. I think it's tit for tat. And no, and, no, I'm, and on, I mean, there's on, a lot no. of areas that probably isn't. And yeah. there's a lot of areas you wouldn't know any different in. And there's a lot of communities and and. and like rural areas that wouldn't be that way but I'm saying in the city like where like. well I'll
0: tell you now I, th- I would well, I did you
2: notice it did you see no him?
0: I saw the celebrations
1: I know what you're talking
0: about I would do a fair amount of work up there gigging and uh, with the dairy Girls thing as well and my there is every now and again an almost state stately blind eye turned to the expression of certain type of loyalist aggression, okay? I remember being up there on um, is it the 12th and my hotel was right beside Sandy Row and they had built this fucking twin tower pallet made uh, skyscraper and a bit of derelict ground and they'd hung a effigy of the president and they'd hung an effigy of somebody in a Celtic jersey and they burned it. And I just thought that it was fucking ignorant. I thought there was an mm. ignorance. But that's not, but I would work with a lot of Protestant people and they're fucking, I love them. Oh, I, yes. Of course. And I would course, work. And I, would, I'd, you know, there's a great, uh, I would, so sort we of travelled all around the North. And I can say the only time that I've ever felt a bit of a vibe at a gig was maybe, I think I did a gig in Craig Avon, maybe. 12 or 15 years ago, and there was just a little bit of tightness in the room that I that's what I put it down to. But gigging in places like Ballycastle, in Listnesski, gigging in Enniskillen, gigging in Tyrone and Cookstown and Omah, mm. you know, where you'd be thinking, okay, because of your name and you're associated with the South, that mainly people, mainly Catholic people, maybe, you know. But I've even just driving around, driving around Fermanagh, driving around Tyrone. And you would be going into shops and meeting people and chatting. And I would work with lots of security people up there. Nothing but fucking goodness. Yeah. you know. Nothing but, and real ordinary Irish goodness. And on the set of Derry Girls, you know, where most of the crew would be from uh, a Church of Ireland background. Honest to God, the fucking salt of the earth. And decent fucking people. And what struck me about it was, if I'm working with somebody from uh East Belfast or, or, you know, or if I'm working from just say any Church of Ireland or background Either. up the north. I, I compare that then to working with somebody from Newcastle or Manchester or Liverpool. Mm. You know, I have more in common with the Protestant from Northern Ireland than I do with anybody from England. There is a shared sense of something that, yeah, that, okay, huge amount of people in Northern Ireland would say we are citizens of the United Kingdom Mm -hmm. in the same way that people in Newcastle don't have to. Because it's natural to them. Yes. yes. But this would be a declaration of certain Mm. Church of Ireland people. We are citizens of the United Kingdom. Yeah. And I would say, Yes, you might be. You are. But I have more in common with Mm. you than I do with people Mm. across the water and I fucking I feel it. I feel it
1: in the interaction. Mm. And it's fantastic. It's like, yeah. we're, we're not that big an island and I think there's an awful ignorance down here sometimes when we think of the north. We think it could be a million miles away. We grew up an hour from the border in Navon. I mean, it, there are more. There's more people down here that know Marbella and Malaga and Torremolinos and Barcelona better than they do Belfast. I don't think we've given it enough TLC, enough work. I don't think we've visited enough. I don't think we get the up more mountains. We have to go up there.
0: So fucking yeah. gorgeous. There's a drive from Newcastle, Newcastle mm. in Northern Ireland, down as far as Newry on the fucking coast road. It will blow your fucking mind yeah. up driving up towards Ballycastle, yeah. up up there, North Antrim. Jesus, where Brendan Rogers comes from, you know, yeah, spectacular. Up, it's fucking, it's stunning, and you can see Scotland. It's uh-huh. only a couple of miles, it's like you you only about twelve Scotland. miles, isn't
2: it, across?
0: Yeah. So you can understand how people from Northern Ireland have more in common with people with from Scotland yeah. than they do with people from Cork. Yeah. You know,
1: because they can't see Cork.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some of them even have Scottish accents. The Scots
1: Scots Gaelic, that little enclave right up around Bushmills and all that. There would
2: be only a very small pocket of people that have that kind of real sectarian feeling in them. And of course, the majority of people up there are integrated and they're all mixed. But like, it is sad to think with, in today's world. Now, I suppose when you think about it, they've moved on so much from the Troubles wasn't that long ago, and they've been a- they're able to yeah. practically live in harmony now. But it's not but gone. That sectarianism is not this, gone. This obsession with flags kills me. Like the minute you cross the border, it's the, either the, the you're either seeing gr- blue, white, and red, yeah, uh, mm. or like or the tricolor. Yeah, it's just like nowhere else. Would you think, see so many think flags. If you go to England, like there's no flags
1: everywhere. Like I walked in in an Orange Order uh, lodge doing a bit of filming years ago where your man, what's his name? The guy who comes on like on that primetime show every night, gives out larger than life guy up the north. Nolan. You know Nolan? Oh, Stephen Nolan. Stephen yeah. Nolan. Nolan. Nolan swapped with me on radio for a week and I oh, went right. up to BBC Radio and did a breakfast show for a week and he came down and did the breakfast show down here. So I went on a whistle stop tour of Belfast and did all that but... I walked in. It was what there was a band getting ready for the marches. So I walked into the they were in the community centre, the local lodge, and. There was a march on that night, and they were all inside getting dressed up. And boom, 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 <laughs> and there were lads. Well, it was like it was like preparing for a gig. There was hundreds of kids the all Kayleigh over the place with. What was not? It wasn't gaily <laughs> <Kayleigh> music they were playing, but there was like little high pitched tin whistles, and there were lads in the corner all putting on their. Plack, plack. There was like the the village band, and boom, boom, boom. There was one or two. Then the lads. All right, lads, we're nearly ready, boys. And I could. I was walking up the steps with a camera crew and I could hear all this and then there's all this stuff going on in my head going oh my god this is mad I've seen it on telly so many times and here I am in the middle of it and they're going marching and there's about four or four, four, five different bands and he goes Hector you're very welcome to the to the lodge and all this and I said good and so I was saying hello to all the people and then hello to the boys and then one lad put the strap up and he massive yoke and he so out we went and he said to me as we walked, I said, can you tell me about the tunes you play? Tell me about these tunes. Did you march with them? Yes, with the camera crew. So we're walking down. I said, before that, what are you playing? What is the whole essence of this? And he's there, Hector, this is the call to action. This is a call to march. This is a call of the army. The more fervorish we play and the more it goes on five and six and ten minutes into the tune and the more the boys can whip it up the man at the back it's a whole tribal thing isn't it and I I was trying to get to and and, they're all
0: there with their big fucking beer bellies and bowler hats they're they're some army
1: (laughs) <laughs> boom, boom, boom. But your man, he goes, Hector, there's no, you don't just beat that drum. He says, Your man, he is the lad that's calling the tribe. He's like, boom, 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 and he says, The way you hit that drum sends a message to the rest of the instruments and the rest of the march. And I was, it was very interesting. And then I'll never forget what he said after about three hours later, all the marches were done. We'd gone through a few estates and they were decamping. And then he goes, Hector, what do you think of that? And I said, well, it was different. It was different. I was fucking fed up with it by the end of <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> it was different. It went on
1: and, on and on and on and on and on and on for about three hours, the same fucking tunes. And the Catholic was rising up on me and you know, I was going, oh, Jesus, give me. And then at the end of it, he was putting the drum back in the yoke and a few of the boys were there. Hector, what do you think of that? And the camera was rolling. And I said, well, you know what, lads? I, 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 I understand an awful lot more about it now. I do. And he goes... <clears throat> Hector, put it like this, you boys have your fucking GAA down there, don't you? Well, we've got our marching. That's all he said. Now think about that. You've got your GAA. It's the biggest outpouring on this island of who we really are. And they're fighting up in that little enclave for anything they can hold on to, to give them some sort of a, an identity. Because the GAA is so strong, even in rural parts of the Ulster. But what a statement! You've got your GA down there. It's the same thing with Scots Gaelic. Scots Gaelic has millions and millions of pounds invested in it. There's about a—I don't know how many people speak it. Scots Gaelic, but they, you've got your Irish language, don't you? We've got our Scots Gaelic. There's an awful lot of tit for tat, and oh, I don't that know. side I mean, gets one, and we need this. I don't know. They've got is. the GA grant. We need the grant for this.
0: Yeah, but in in the GAA, you're enemy is ultimately your friend. Yeah. I just left the statement. And I didn't argue that. Maybe perhaps in the marching thing.
2: Your enemy have, is your
1: enemy. We haven't maybe reached I that. Didn't, I didn't engage with Do him you know but you just th- said it. It's an interesting thought process.
2: Another thing that I always, that strikes me, you know, People in the North know if you're from such and such a town that you're definitely either a Catholic or a Protestant. They know from your surname. They mm. know from your first. It's just bizarre. Like, we, we're completely removed from that down here. Your next door neighbour could be whatever surname and you wouldn't even know and it doesn't matter. And they're yes. part of your community and they play football or they play whatever. And it's just so different. Like, I,
1: I stood in the middle of Cross McGlenn with Oshie McConville and a few of the boys at the Cross McGlenn pitch. I was doing a bit of filming and... a. Uh, when you could see the towers he said the towers are all dismantled now around Klaus McLean he said but when we take to the pitch maybe 20 years ago yeah. there'd be helicopters taken off halfway through the game so the opposing team <coughs> would always be looking up at the helicopters the boys would yeah. be scoring a point yeah. I mean but we don't understand it that's what I'm saying it could be a million miles away to a lot of people in this country we haven't given enough Interest or grow to that part,
0: and it's world. beautiful. I mean, you ever just even an ordinary I mean. drive through ordinary country up there, they you know. Um, they weren't
1: Egypt's, like, the land is good. <laughs> it, it, and Belfast is a beautiful. You know. I think the spirit in Belfast, the fucking crack off. I was with Paddy Barnes and Michael Connell up there in a club. These boys, they're so sharp, sharp sense of humour. Oh, yeah. Sharp, humor. Cut you down, like Absolutely. And you know, yeah. the wall will never come down between the Catholics and the. Because it's for, for the Berlin Wall. The, the, the walls in Belfast make more for the tourists. They're making million pounds. Take down the walls for what? The boys are having a field day. Do you know what I mean? Tourism, yeah. tourism, there's a whole industry set up up there for, up from it, but it's a great part of the world, a great part of the world.
2: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare.
0: That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite time of the day?
2: Oh. oh fucking, I know exactly that. Dia. Ah. Uh, what is it? Don't really. It's about 20 past seven.
1: 20 past seven? Good in the evening. What happens? Fires on. We have a load of logs. I'll mix it with a few briquettes because I don't want to burn logs all the time. Because I a log shed now. And I love 20 past seven, quarter to Cup of tea. Dark chocolate. One boy on the Xbox. Another lad waiting to go on the Xbox. And I'm stretched on the couch.
2: And you've the dinner out, have you? I
1: had the dinner long gone, she's tidied up and I've lit a candle in the kitchen to get the smell out of it and left one window open. Mm-hmm. The dog is in the back, he's after being fed. And I'm just sprawled on me couch. And they of me watching the telly. I love it. You love that.
2: I've but is that in the winter time? Past, or do I you just, like twenty by seven in the summer as well?
1: Filling the dishwasher, getting the dinner over, getting the fire on, getting into the telly and saying, What have we got for the night?
0: And what
1: is, it about that t- what is it about when you think of
0: all the other different people and energies in the house, what is it about what they're at
1: that makes you happy at that time of the day? Because I, I, I let a shout out, there's only one other tea drinker in the house, that's me eldest boy. And I go, Rian, want a cup of tea? Cause we love that tea, the tea at about half seven in the evening. Two strong tea bags in two cups and a tiny bit of sugar. And what I'll do is I'll split a cream egg for him as well to spoil him. I'll Get a Cadbury's cream egg and I'll split it with a knife, beautiful sliver cut. Nice, right. and then I'll go into them and I'll say, Here's a little treat for you. And if i have been doing a bit of physical work out the back where I was laboring or constructing or mixing cement or putting in a little bit of 804 or a couple of tonnes. building a house, a couple yeah. of ton of chippings arrived or I was can going, I was doing something, I was building somewhere, you'd realize you'd fallen asleep on the couch and you were, yeah, I've my work done. I've me, <laughs> I've me, me work done at that stage. I've the physical work done, I've the boots at the back, I've me, the sopping wet and the dinner be on and the dinner's over and I'd help clean up I love cleaning up and getting into this sitting room and the fire on I love it at half seven in the evening I'm, si- your f- I'm a simple man What's your favourite time in the day Larissa?
2: Um I don't really. I don't know. Like I do like the evening time too, when you don't have any commitments or anywhere to go. Or it's <laughs> a big one, isn't it, in Ireland? What's on a
1: fucking meeting above in the hall? So, We've yeah, a fucking meeting, meeting, and meeting above the
2: training the- and the meeting about the lot show or something like that. But like, yeah, I'm not really sure. I told you before, Friday evening at seven o'clock was my favorite time of the week. Why is that now? Because I can. It's it's eve- it's the weekend, okay, and no- it's the one time of. Freedom that you have, okay. nothing on on Saturday, generally can be hungover. Go out on a Friday night, brilliant. Well, you know, previously, but my favorite. My
0: favorite time of the day. I have two actually.
2: Two um, favorite uh, times. Yes, and but they're, no, that's There are not...
0: extremes, but I have to mention both of them. Okay. First favourite time of the day is when we have, the, when the family sits around the dinner table. We have a round table in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And we all sit around. And more often than not, my beautiful wife, Yvonne, who I love very much, she cooks the dinner. Dick. And uh, we the five of us sit down. And it is just to, the habit. The habit of, it's the only time of the day where the five of us are together. And I, nice, I, yeah. I, I love that. I love the moment when my... 19-year-old daughter picks up the phone to me. I love, I love the sound of her voice and she said, I love, I love that. I love getting a text from my 27-year-old. You know, I love having a fucking, a, a walk around Galway with me 21-year-old. Things I fucking adore. But my favourite, other time of the day apart from the dinner, it's about half six in the morning. Now I'm not allowed to get up anymore. <laughs> what? I'm not allowed to get up. Why? Because I wake too many other people up uh. and it makes me too tired in the evening. But
2: <laughs> You're like a child. You have to stay in bed. Stay in bed
0: no, bed <laughs> in bed now, No, you see, if I get up at half six, then I'm fucking. I'm I'm wanting to be falling asleep around half nine yeah, that evening, and I'm, and I'm no crack. So, uh, the family asked me. They asked to stay me in bed to stay in bed and not be getting up at half six. But, but used do you to wake up anyway. I don't usually wake up, but I used to love it. It's the fuck. The sap is rising.
2: Yeah, I'm not mad for the sap. And before. I go
0: for a little walk. From the kitchen down to the shed. What are you
1: wearing? Are you in pyjamas? I would be
0: wearing my pyjamas and... Silk uh, pyjamas. No, they're cotton, pure cotton. And I have a cardigan, a cashmere cardigan. they got me honeymoon have in Have socks In Venice and I have slippers. a pair of Welton's and a big pair of woolly socks. And I walk out. And you can feel the fucking energy rising up of the grass at half six in the morning. The sun is not long, Riz. Yeah. And there's fucking, there's dew. There's energy. There's a fucking... The, the world is at its best... The world gets tired around fucking... It gets used. The world is second hand by the time you reach the fucking afternoon. Everyone's had a yeah. go with whatever air you're breathing has been breathed before. There's no crack in the afternoon. But the morning time. Fuck me. Yeah. It's like... Virginal. It's like every atom that you can lay your hand or eye on, is singing the fucking Hallelujah chorus. Oh, Hallelujah, sing Hallelujah. It's fucking, birds are fucking optimistic. The grass is in a good mood. Everything is just fucking, I love that. You love the morning.
2: Yeah, I like that too. I don't get up that often at that time of the morning, but when you do, it feels like the world hasn't decided Mm. what it's going to be like for the day.
0: That's that's the perfect thing. Do you know what? That's, Isn't That's it? shapeshifter consciousness. Yeah. That means th- it could be a world. It could be a fucking... It could be a dream house. Yeah. It be, it's pregnant with possibility. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful.
2: And you don't... The weather hasn't decided if it's going to be nice or know. wet. You don't or know. Sort of around five... Between five mm. and a half, six... It's, or between five... It's, it's still that... Mm, well, it might be a wet day or it yeah. might be a sunny day or it mm-hmm. might just be... Oh, you know, and that's... And as you said, there's nobody... Nobody else has taken advantage of that. So there is a vulnerability with the world and the day and I do like that. And you get into the car and there's not much people on the road, like and you're you can decide then what sort of a day you're You're getting the first go of it. Yeah. That's very true actually.
1: There is a nice junction then say on a late February, when them starlings, and we seen them starlings, those murmurings, late February, early March, about half five, and I saw it two weeks ago, and I have a photo on my phone to verify this. At about half five on the end of February, there was that lovely dry spell we had.
2: In the evening, isn't is it? In the evening. I
1: looked over the hay shed over the stone walls in the field as I looked towards Barna. I can see the turbines that are in the back of Barna from mm. my house. The sun was setting. It was a beautiful February sky, late February sky. But the turbines were spinning in the sunset over Barna. And I'm about 20 miles across the, the lake and I could see it the distance. I ran out and I ran down the garden, ran into the field. I took a photo.
2: and I said <laughs> You're like a dog. I ran out of the house and ran down the garden. And I ran into the field. to go the and Morocco, I said,
1: come on. But the phone couldn't zoom in on it. But it was magnificent. I could see the turbines on the mountains behind Barna. They're a cursed. The
0: turbines the are, are a fucking well, curse. Go. Ah stop, they're great.
1: They're giving you power. It's, it's, the they're not. The that,
0: that fucking electricity has been sold on to England. Go, that's the fucking shame of it. Will you stop? I'm trying to paint a great picture. You, of you are, but in sky, you have five. I tell us. you one thing: it's no great picture if there's fucking turbines in it. Fucking
1: <laughs>
2: ruin, I was going to show you the photo. They're I was, fine if they're far away, Tommy. Can you see that? Can you see that
1: there? Look at, look. and you see? I can see the turbines. The moon? Yeah, look, that's the sunset. That's the, the sun, Larissa, Yeah, yeah. As I say, not more. It's either one or the other. Sure doesn't see the make turbine. Difference. Look at that. And I just said to Wait, myself. That's not a turbine. I, They're electricity wires. I just said to myself, Mother Nature is good. And no. what the fuck does Mother Nature have to do with turbines? No, but Killing all sunset, the blinking birds. The sunset was beautiful. That yes. half-five. The starlings are yeah. out. It's that start of spring there's some great times of the day
0: I tell you if I had a fucking robust enough hatchet and a few strong lads I'd fucking cut turbines that's what I'd do overnight I'd head out in my fucking infrared
1: jeep combat gear <laughs> uh,
0: lights that shine but, and no one can see that you're driving and yeah. I'd fucking I'd cut the fucking turbines down I hate them they're a blight on the landscape They've uh, been. Constru- they need to be embraced. They're cons- they're been constructed for individual profit, not for community well-being. And that's the fucking fact of it now.
1: Well, I just saw. Well, well
2: it's it's beyond my um, capacity to get involved in that conversation because I don't really understand a lot. About it. A I'm just talking
0: about what, what they look like.
2: Yeah, they're fucking yeah, idiots. Yeah,
0: but
1: they're Are giving idiots. Ah, Tommy, like what do you want? The big pylons going through a field? The big monster pylons? We've got to realise that this country has great wind. We don't harness nothing. What? Let's stick with the fossil fuels and the oil and the petrol and the diesel. No, the wind. The wind of change is coming. There's twenty-five turbine factories thousands of them ready to go off Dublin. Arseholes off Dublin Bay. It's when you go to Sweden or Copenhagen you fly into Copenhagen airport there's thousands of wind turbines so the Danes have all free electricity. Mm. I'll tell you an interesting thing about turbines. Yes. There's a rule in this country and I'm I am I'm, I'm. I'm I the think it's a, it's a disgrace. Oh, yeah. In any other country in Europe you can put in a, a, a domestic turbine at the back of your house which is not a monstrosity. It's almost like them small windmills you'd have in yes. a country homestead in America in the yes. Midwest. You could have a lovely windmill down the bottom it will produce enough electricity for you and your neighbours and you can sell it back to the grid. In France, you get 50-something cent when you sell it back to the grid. So they're paying you for your electricity. Yes, they're yes. promoting this. In Ireland, they give you 19 cents if you produce anything. For if I'm a, pr- a private producer, if I have a wind turbine in the back of my house, there's no incentive to do nothing here. And I agree with you, Tommy. The rich are getting richer with turbines while us are paying hand over fist for our fucking electricity. But sure. A, it's a the
0: joke. The wind turbines look like an ad from a future that I want no hand or fucking part in.
1: I'm on about the small little windmill
2: at the back of your house, Tommy. You won't need to worry about it anyway because you won't be out mixing with other you people. You never make it. you be mi- staying in your own house and the wind turbines will not have any effect on you what? So They hurt
0: my eyes. When you go up close, they offend my sense of Irishness.
2: Do you ever hear a It's
0: hideous, hideous. War of the worlds like these fucking demon
1: electrical monsters coming to fucking Ate your soul. I hate them.
0: I fucking hate them.
1: You drive out of Newcastle West and you go over the hill. You know what I'm talking about when you're on the road to Killarney, you go down to uh, Abbey Field and you come up over Newcastle West and there's a part of the road where two cars can overtake for about a mile up a hill. And then over over the brow of the hill, there's about 700. Vroomf, vroomf. Turbines in the distance. I do agree with you. They're eyesores,
2: but for fuck's sake, they're massive though. Let's harness they, the they, wind. They were the bringing wind. them back to Belmullet out to put them out in the water, you know. And they, I don't know where they were taking them from, but they had to come through Ballina, and they had to do it in the middle of the night. And they had, you know, they, all the cars had to be moved. Yes. And, so anyway I went out me and Audrey went out one night and I couldn't get somebody to drop me into town so I said I'd drive and leave the car there for the night drove parked it across the door from the pub went into the pub had a great night went in the next day to pick up the car the car was gone in Ballina. your car my car was so I drove around twice drove around a th- third time and I said jeez I rang Audrey we didn't drive home last night, did we? No, we weren't that drunk, no. She like, where, I said, where would you park the car? Outside we parked at XYZ. Yeah, no problem. I said, the car's not there.
0: Can I just interrupt you for a second? Is, that a, is, is that a great Mayo saying? Well, we didn't drive home last night. <laughs> and the response, no, we weren't that drunk.
2: <laughs> so I rang the guards and I said, hello, I said, Blue is here. I said, I, I don't want to alarm you, but I said, it appears that my car has been stolen in Ballina. And he was like, he started laughing about me. And he says, where was it stolen from? And I said, it was stolen from Garden Street. And he said, right. And what kind of a car was it? And I said, it was a Vogue so I can take one, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, and he says, um, did it, uh, when do you think it got stolen? And I says, I don't know. I said, I went out last night being very responsible. I left the car in town. And, I- and anyway, it turns out the wind turbines were being transported through the town. <gasps> they, Toward my car away. That's the power of the bridge. But sure, there rides. was a
0: bridge in Galway that wasn't tall enough for the wind turbines to be driven through it on their way out to Connemara. Yeah. So they spent six months putting, making the road deeper. They spent <sighs> down by the docks. Mm. They spent six Really, is that what they
2: did that for? Th- th-
0: th- the bridge was there, yeah, right, and they and and they they couldn't tighten the bridge because it was on top of it was train tracks. So they tried to deepen the road. I tell you, I hate them. <laughs> One of the things I'm grateful for, <laughs> for about living in Galway is I have a view of the Burren from from the road, and I love it—the beautiful, unspoilt, protected Burren. But I do feel sorry for the fuckers living over there in Fernow who are looking over this way, and all they see is a fucking a- a- apostle loads of turbines up in the hill. Their view is fucking spoiled. Yeah, I'd have no truck with them now. Well, no. That's just the end of that conversation. That's all from us this week, everybody. We really hope you've enjoyed the show, um, and mind yourselves down the road.
2: And don't forget, of course, our single is still at large and can be downloaded for ninety-nine cent. Mick Constantine, brilliant song, great crack. All Loads proceeds. of people are enjoying it.
1: To the Mayo. if you haven't
2: haven't heard it yet and one
1: final word of wisdom just fucking go to the chipper and change it up